Hi everybody, this is Maritza Molis, and you are listening to the Autism Stress Less Podcast, where each week we take a few minutes to talk about stressing less when you are caring for a child with autism. Hi, welcome everybody to the Autism Stressless Podcast. Happy Veterans Day. I think that's um, super important to mention. First of all, my father was a veteran. He was a Marine. So I pray many, many blessings to all of the veterans for today, but also the veterans that are parents that have children with autism. Hello, that's real. So I pray for you guys as well. Um... So today's podcast is on National Caregivers Month, which I seriously just found this out that November is National Caregivers Month. So let's just dive right in and start talking about some of the things that we're grateful for concerning the caregivers that take care of our kids. But also I want to talk about us as, you know, the parents and family members that take care of kids. Hats off to all of you caregivers every single day, right? But at least there is a National Caregivers Month to celebrate. So I just wanted to talk to you guys today about, first off, how, you know, caregiving, I know that it's it can be extremely difficult to take care of a child with autism. Um, and we originally created the podcast because... I wanted something out there for the parents that have kids with level three autism with severe disabilities and epilepsy and things like that because there's so much so much information out there for kids that are higher functioning that um, I wanted to be able to offer those parents that need a little support you know support <laughs> on this podcast so I know it's a tough job what you're doing mom dad brother sister you know aunts grandparents Um, caring for your loved one, you know, waking them up in the morning, brushing their teeth, giving them showers, cleaning the house, washing the clothes, shopping for them, uh, teaching them, pulling language out of them, you know, trying to do all of these things day in and day out. I know that it can be extremely difficult because I am there with you. And I'm also grateful because I have grandma who's also there that helps a ton Uh, concerning Jaden. So I celebrate you guys today. Um, For the rest of the month, actually, I will be praying for everybody and believing that God is going to give you the peace that surpasses all understanding in your family life because he does do that. But the only way to get there, which, you know, for some of us, for some of you that are listening, you may not even be attending church and that's fine but for the most part I can't do it without God so my message to you today is to try to create a relationship with God well how do you do that um it's super simple you just talk to him like I'm talking to you right now I mean it seems kind of silly when I say it out loud but it's the truth so you know if you're in your car you can talk to him You know, in the morning when you wake up, you can talk to him. At night, you can talk to him pretty much anywhere because he is everywhere. (laughs) So, 
He is omnipresent. So that means he's everywhere. Um, talk to him. Create a relationship with Christ. Talk to him about how you feel, you know, about your child, about the things that you wish that you didn't think, about the things that you wish for your child, about the future. All of the things that are on your heart and your mind, just tell him. You know, one of the things that I like to tell people is that God is not a genie. And I believe Joyce Meyer had said that a long time ago. I remember hearing a sermon of hers. And Joyce Meyer, if you don't know who she is, she's an amazing pastor. And she speaks all over the world and has a worldwide ministry, outreach, helps tons of people. But she had said one day in her message that God is not a genie. You know, he's not there for you to be like, Lord, Lord, I need money. Lord, fix my child. Lord, do this. No, that's not what God is there for. We are created in God's image. So we have to understand that he lives in us, even though it sounds kind of crazy. He is. He is there readily available to help us. He loves us. He is love. Everything about him is love. So try, try and, you know, change a daily habit of yours. You know, if you're not used to talking to God, talk to him. If you're used to talking to him, but you know, you you've kind of just strayed away from the Bible, church, whatever, start reading the Bible again or listen to other podcasts that are inspirational. You know, fill your mind with good things because being a caregiver around the clock can be tasking, can be exhausting, can be overwhelming. And I take a deep breath because I I am overwhelmed while I'm talking to you (laughs) this podcast today. But I know that if I don't take care of myself and if I don't do ministry and try to help support you guys, you know, then I'm just, my mind's just going to go into a a very bad place. And um, I praise you guys who aren't like that (laughs) because my husband is not like that. He's always super happy and I'm blessed to have him around. But for those of you who are like me, you know, I just want you guys to know that, you know, I'm in your corner and I know that it can be hard, but you do have to take care of yourself first in order to take good care of your child with autism. So why, why can caregiving be so tough? Well, because when you are a caregiver that's taking care of a child with autism, your relationships suffer because you are, your sole focus is that child with autism, you know, and if you're a caregiver listening to this or um, a direct support professional, an ABA therapist, whoever it is that's listening to this episode, it's hard, right? It's hard to, to be a caregiver and your relationships, they aren't as strong because you're just always focused on that child, what could happen, what needs to be done, etc, etc. Number two, you're tired, right? You're tired all the time, even if it's part-time, right? Because I know some parents that, you know, they work full-time outside of the house, and I used to be that, and then they have relatives caring for their child, and they spend part time with their child, you know, taking care of them in the evening or whatnot. But it's still, it's still hard. It's very hard. <laughs> um, and now that I'm a full time 
caregiver. It's extremely hard. So I'm always tired, but thank God for the people that help us, you know, like the outreach therapist that comes to the house, the ABA therapist at his school, the behavioral health technicians that are amazing with him, uh, you know, and then there's direct support professionals too that are wonderful. Um, and also what makes it tough is that it's hard to take care of yourself. And that's kind of like what I mentioned in the previous segment is like, take care of yourself, right? I'm always telling you guys, take care of yourself. Go do this. Make sure that, you know, you do something for yourself. Listen to music, read a book, take a bath, you know, go shopping. And if you don't have a lot of money, you can go to the Dollar Tree or go to, you know, someplace just to get yourself a little something, you know, whether it's like a crossword puzzle book, I don't know. Anything that makes you happy, just try to do that. You know, go for a drive by the lake, go to a park, take in nature but yeah I mean I do always explain to you guys to take care of yourself but I know that it is hard it's hard to do self-care and there's a stat that says nearly 70% of caregivers report that they don't see their doctor because they're so tired and I'll be honest with you guys the only way that I saw a healthcare professional was because I worked in healthcare for so long. But now that I'm not actually physically working in healthcare, I'm just taking care of myself at home. And it's true, you know, you don't want to go to the doctor because it's just so tough. Three tips to help you are Number one, take breaks when your child is taking breaks. Um, Seriously, that's super important. Like when Jaden's napping, I'm napping. Well, actually not right now because he's napping now, but I'm doing the podcast. (laughs) Ha ha, that's kind of funny. But um, seriously, if I wasn't doing the podcast, which I don't podcast every day, um, and Jaden was napping, I'd be sitting in a chair relaxing reading a book or just laying down reading a book. So it's important for you to do that, not to always be like walking around the house, cleaning, cooking, washing, thinking of what to do next for your child. Um, Just make sure that you're taking those much needed breaks when your child is taking a break. Number two, get to the doctor. So I say this lovingly because I know that it's hard, but when your child is at school or at therapy or if another family member or even a direct support professional is taking care of your child, that's when you go to the doctor. You know, if you're not feeling well, if you're experiencing depression, you need to get to the doctor. Not saying that, you know, I want you to go so you can be medicated and things like that. And again, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not going to give you any kind of medical advice like that. I can only tell you from my experience what I've done. So yeah, you know, if you have a cold and stuff, you obviously can nurse yourself at home. And use Alka-Seltzer or, you know, whatever it is that you, you do to help you help you um, maintain your sanity and, you know, your cold or whatever it is that you're going through. I mean, at home, I'm usually like, okay, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C in the morning, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C at night, vitamin D3. I mean, I'm really big on taking vitamins and drinking lots of fluids because that's like half the battle for me anyways. Um... But yeah, if you're having 
like symptoms of an infection or depression or whatnot, get to the doctor because you have to take care of yourself. And then my third tip is to give yourself credit. So I know that a lot of us can be tired and negative and I've already talked about these things, but at the end of the day, it's important for you when everybody is sleeping to take a deep breath, to thank God for at least three things that you know, you're grateful for for that day, but also to say to yourself, I did a good job, you know, because it's hard and you need to give yourself more credit than what you do. So I hope those three tips help you for um, this month. And if you have any questions, like I always say, just email me, molaspam at gmail.com. So the stressless skill for the week is to take breaks, get to the doctor, and give yourself credit. So those are the skills for the week. Um, And I had talked to you guys about it in the previous segment, but I do want you guys to know that I understand what it's like. And I know it's hard to take care of your child with autism. And, you know, I find it, it's really hard living here in Ohio taking care of my child with autism just because it's cloudy all the time. It snows, what, six months out of the year or whatever. But um, I just think that once, you know, you do those three things that, and you do them continuously, you know, you're taking breaks, getting help, you know, when you're not feeling well physically, mentally emotionally even spiritually you know and giving yourself credit it just it helps you know it helps you to keep going helps you to keep moving um the the scripture that I have for for you guys is on contentment is on it's on being happy right because I know a lot of the times we can be weary So it's in Philippians 4, verse 19. God meets all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So I chose that scripture because he does meet all of our needs. You know, whether you like to believe it or not today, I'm telling you right now, he's meeting your needs and he knows what you are going through. He was the one that suffered the worst of them all. You know, I mean, he was crucified on a, on a cross. So think about that. (laughs) Think about that. I mean, our, our job as parents, caregivers, you know, is to care, give, you know, we're giving of ourselves a lot, but that's, that's an important thing. You know, we're serving our families and Our children, some of them, even though they may not be able to verbalize how grateful they are, they are so grateful. And they love you so much for what you do. And I'm sure if Jaden could talk, he would tell me, you know, Mom, thank you for this. Thank you for that. And there have been times on occasion where I'm most grateful to God because Jaden has spoke to me and said, I love you. And man, is that like... (laughs) 
that makes me want to cry right now because for a nonverbal child to, to verbalize that on occasion is just a great blessing. So I hope that all of you guys have a great rest of your week and celebrate yourselves, okay? Have a good one. Bye.